Welcome to She Grows. We're here to walk through topics that we all deal with in everyday life. I'm Danielle Doss. And I'm Jen Matthews. And we are here to arm you with the hope and peace that comes straight from the gospel. We're going to leave out the fluff and chase down the truth. So whether you're driving, doing laundry, working out, we hope you find truth and encouragement. Let's grow together. Happy podcast day. (laughs) You know what I love is that we are just bringing our very best at the at the gate when we're talking about heck prayer. yeah like thank what a you great Lord. start to the yes. year yes yes <laughs> so good yeah we are back today talking about prayer part two yes um today we want to focus more on a little bit of the practical how to build a healthy prayer life mm. um but it will absolutely build on last week's podcast so if you have not listened to it Go ahead and pause us. I'll never tell you that again. <laughs> but go ahead and pause this one. Do not pause me. <laughs> listen on repeat, bro. No, but go ahead and stop this one and listen to last week's if you haven't done that mm-hmm. yet. Uh, because last week, wrap your head around the fact that prayer is relational and not transactional. Mm. Say it one more time for the people in the back. (laughs) (laughs) It's where we've got to start is relationship and not a formula. Yeah. Um, That's everything. If you hear nothing else we say, you've Mm -hmm. got to let that take root in your heart is that this is all about relationship. Yeah. So last week we spoke about the who Mm -hmm. and that relationship aspect. But this is this podcast is specifically the how like building a healthy prayer life. Yeah. And they are going to crisscross over a good deal because that's just what it is. Yeah. Um, Relationship is relationship both in the person and the process. Yeah. So, um, but we kind of, over the years and years of following the Lord, like we feel like we've got some really great things to draw from and some of it's just plain all all up in the Bible. So, yeah. not having to search too far for it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is pretty clear. Uh, but sometimes it just takes hearing a friendly conversation to connect the dots of the practical to go, oh, yeah. and that's what our prayer has been that this will be, um, to just connect it and make it feel like real life to you. And first, we kind of want to address just two completely different not completely different, but two different types of prayer we see in the Bible. Sure. Um, and one is the type of prayer referenced in First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. This will be probably a familiar verse to a lot of you, but it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Um, this, praying without ceasing, is Christ's will for us. Mm -hmm. And praying without ceasing feels over the top. (laughs) If you think about it in the way a lot of us think about prayer. Yeah. Right? Like you got to get in a dark room and pray and cry and light a candle and do all these weird things. It's like, wow, but you want to do, you want me to do that and never stop? I mean, it gets really weird around here. (laughs) Everybody's just praying out loud all the time, 24 (laughs) seven. Oh, it's so much. (laughs) I'm kidding. But this kind of prayer is just like welcoming him into every little moment of our lives. To me, it's just 
it's more or less keeping that gateway open yeah. between you and the Lord. Yeah. It's being in traffic and worrying about somebody, but just expressing those worries to the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's seeing him in a sunset and going, God, thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. It's recognizing a good time with a friend and just thanking him for community. And thank you for our hearts being drawn to each other like this. Like It's just these little things to me that are just constantly allowing God to be a mm-hmm. part of our every single moment and day. You know, one thing that was such a challenge for me in this is um, not the the like not being able to talk to the Lord throughout the day, but I would have these random head thoughts. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm thinking, oh, that's a beautiful sunset. But all mm-hmm. that shift is, is addressing and saying, thank you, God, for that beautiful sunset. Yeah. Like that's the simplicity of it's not that you're not grateful for the sunset, yeah. but it's in the recognition of who made that sunset. And it will it will change from I'm so glad I'm on my porch looking at this to bringing tears to your eyes when you realize that God did that and he mm-hmm. didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's the funniest thing when my son, he's the king of starting a normal prayer at night and then he will be almost moved to tears going, God, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to. We could have just been so bored. And it's but it's true. Like yeah. the there's just a plain night sky and then there's those gorgeous works of art. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if we're together having family time or if we take time to soak it in, it's like, and then going, wow, God, you didn't have to do that. Yeah. It's the difference in just seeing it, noticing it or being moved to tears mm-hmm. because that channel's open between yeah. you and the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's just small little tweaks mm-hmm. in that to help you reframe yeah. who you're talking to throughout the day and not just, hello, Danielle again. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I love so much about keeping that type of prayer at the top of our of our mind and our consciousness is just that by keeping our side open, we allow the Lord's side to be open and you will if you will acknowledge that you're hearing from him, you will realize you're hearing from him. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. All the time. That's great. Yeah, so there's there's the praying throughout the day, mm-hmm. but then there's also another um, model given to us, and where it's where we are setting aside time specifically yeah. to pray. Yeah, and um, that is to me, this is where the time of the year that we're in. This is such a beautiful reset mm-hmm. to remember to have that time set aside. Yeah, because it honestly, it's no one way out of the way for us to thank God throughout certain times of the day or mm-hmm. be in prayer for a specific need as you're going into a meeting or or how you need to parent your child or whatever that looks like. But having that set aside time, that margin mm-hmm. to be able to pray, but also sit and be still and listen. Yeah. And um, I think it's really easy for us to do one and not necessarily to be still and yeah. sit and listen. Exactly. And I think that, just like reading your Bible or just like worship, prayer is the same in that there is no details written down in the word about how long you should pray and how intense you should be and how many words you should use and all these things. But what we do know is the same thing we know about reading the word and worshiping is that the Bible just tells us to. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, well, obviously I just read one that says pray without ceasing. So yeah. that's prayer. Yeah. Uh, just keep praying. And then we know that Jesus just assumes we're going to be praying because yeah. in Matthew six, he tells us to, when you pray, and then he says, 
pray like this mm-hmm. when he's teaching to pray. And so it's not like a also do it this much <laughs> and do it. This, but it's just this assumption of like, yeah, you're going to pray. This is part of it. And what I love and I don't know why I've felt the need to harp on this so much lately, but I think it's well, I won't get into it, but it does not say go into a dark corner, light a candle. And when you feel holy enough, yeah. then pray. Yeah. It says flipping pray. Well, it says less, less flipping, <laughs> but it says just pray. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he got on his disciples hardcore. Oh, like, yeah. Wake yeah. up, dude. Can't yeah. you just do this? You don't mm-hmm. have to feel holy. Just wake up and pray with me. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with reading the Bible. It says just read. The, mm-hmm. It doesn't say when you feel moved, then worship. The Bible says to worship, praise the Lord, all mm-hmm. the earth. And so I think sometimes prayer, worship, reading the word, we can overcomplicate thinking that it has to be, it has to feel a certain way. We have to be ready to receive all these things and it has to feel holy. Here's the thing, walking out the disciplines that the Lord calls us to is what makes you holy. Mm. It makes you set apart and it makes you like him. And then, like you've said multiple times, this will stick with me forever. I think it originally came from Pastor Frankie Powell, but just it turns those disciplines then turn into a delight and you crave them. Yeah. But at first, it's just a discipline to Mm -hmm. do it. Yeah, I love that. I love you mentioned when he's talking to his disciples and he's like, just pray, just pray. And so what do the disciples do? They fall asleep. And you're talking about some disciples that they specifically asked Jesus, teach us to pray. Yeah, because they let's be honest, they had a prayer life. That's yeah. part of their their culture. Yeah, yeah, the and Jewish culture. That's right. Was a very. But yeah. they saw something different in how Jesus prayed. And so Jesus is when he's talking and he's saying, pray so you don't fall into temp- into temptation. Yeah, they fall asleep hmm. and he circles right back. Why are you sleeping? Pray so you don't fall into temptation. Like there's always the why behind mm-hmm. that. Like there's so much more that we've got to be talking about mm-hmm. in our prayer time. And so um, I just love that, like the examples that he gives us. Yeah. It's not just for just for the kicks and giggles. In fact, yeah. in Matthew, when he's talking about um, this is how you need to pray, I, call, I felt called out because he says, and don't pray like the Gentiles, like they're going to continue repeating word after word and making <laughs> yeah. it da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, oh. shoot. <laughs> I, so, to be fair, I'm not trying to like pray word after word just for kicks and giggles. It's like, but th- where did I, where did I start? Where did I stop? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, there's, there's incredible examples given to us in scripture. And one of those is we can't not talk about it in the Lord's prayer. Yeah. Um, it's and, such a good guide. And it's this to me, this has been um, a, a a process in our household, specifically talking to a chef about the Lord's prayer, because I want this in him, not necessarily for it to be a rote memory, mm-hmm. but when he is praying that this is an easy guide yeah. for us to be able to sit at the red light or to have the time that we're going to sit and pray, but also have this, oh, the Lord's worked it out for us. Like, let's, let's do what Jesus is, is modeling for us. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so at the beginning of the prayer, he starts out with our father. And I love that specific pause because he's saying, it's not just my father. Mm-hmm. It's not just your father, but there's unity in this. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, he speaks a lot about unity. 
Mm -hmm. And so to hear that pause of let's just pray because we're going to do it. This Mm -hmm. is like we're not not going to have relationship with the one who desires to have relationship with you. So let's pray our father. Mm -hmm. And so we can sit and that should be an instant reshaping for us. Well, because it's father to you. That's a very close and intimate sure. name. He doesn't say, oh, king of kings and lord of lords above yeah. heaven and earth, which is very formal and not untrue, but it's a very formal way of addressing him. But Jesus is our father. Yeah. 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 And I know that like that can be tricky for some when you sure. have Sure. If you them. don't have a great example of a yeah. father and but that not the is, same. But this is going to be such a eye-opening experience for you Mm -hmm. to see who your heavenly father is um the next part it says you know holy is your name um i'm sorry let's see where where did i start here let me actually get my bible out (laughs) (laughs) oh yes (laughs) okay um uh father may your name be kept holy yeah and uh, just understanding like who you're talking to this isn't just you're sitting down chatting with your mm-hmm. gal pal like we're going to keep him reverent yeah and understanding who, who he is may your kingdom come um give us this day our food that we need and i love that it says give us this day our daily bread and some of the um translations and if but before that it says your oh, will be done oh your did kingdom I miss that? come your will yeah. be done yeah. and that goes back to what we were talking about yeah always always aligning ourselves with his will yes Yes, that surrender of, mm-hmm. of understanding. Like yeah. we, we ultimately die to self and mm-hmm. we're going to say your will be done. Uh, give us this day your daily bread. And if if you know anything about the culture, like they use the bread for the spoon mm. as their utensil to be able to eat the food. So it's literally like the most basic request. Hmm. And if you flip all the way back to Psalms, and I can't remember the exact scripture, but he says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed begging for bread. Like Jesus isn't telling us to, 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 that we're going to be without food. Mm-hmm. It is, is, is coming to him with that most basic need mm-hmm. because it's like, it's one thing for us to be in prayer about something vague, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just, just put it a blanket and we're all like known for doing that. But then you miss it whenever you get to see like those small details that you ask God for to mm-hmm. be able to see like just those simplest, simple basics in life mm-hmm. to be able to ask God for. Flipping the page. Did you have anything on that? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about this whole bread spoon thing, but that's on you. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's Psalms 37, 25 was a reference for never seen the righteous forsaken. Um, forgive us, Lord, as we forgive those. That's obviously, that's the heart of the gospel is the reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And so, and to be able to sit in a moment and reflect on needing forgiveness, mm-hmm. but also being in prayer for those that have brought offense to you and, and forgiving. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that so much, but like what a concept that he has for us to be able to cover all of these different things. But he doesn't separate it. He doesn't, no. he doesn't, we, he doesn't have us ask for forgiveness without forgiving other people, yeah, yeah. which I think is great. And it mirrors with his scripture that he reads you know, or that he's preaching from, um, I think it's Matthew 5, where he's talking about forgiveness. Uh, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, and, and understanding those two go hand in hand as well. It's not Mm -hmm. that he's going to just, we're not going to have trials or temptations, but we're going to be able to come through Mm -hmm. and we're going to be able to say, thank you, God, 
because you are God and I'm already fighting and I'm already praying from victory. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing that I'm not going to be stuck here in this trial. This is not a forever for mm-hmm. me. It's understanding like that season of life that you're in. Yeah. Um, and uh, deliver us from evil for yours is the kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Like understanding this is kingdom work mm-hmm. that we're a part of. And like those are so I know that's like breaking it down step by step and you know whatever this is this is Daniel's thoughts but just (laughs) like the how easy it is to take that and to have that as you're praying yeah to be able to say okay like this is the example that Jesus gave us and this is a practicality yeah what that looks like for us yeah just that progression he takes through before you come to him with needs before you come to him with anything self-oriented realizing who he is right you are God above all. You are awesome. You're holy. You're all this. And I want your will done before anything else. Mm-hmm. But these are our needs. Like, can you help us and help forget? Like, take what was just talked through as a guide, as a model mm-hmm. to put your needs into it, to put your thoughts and your um, what you would want to pray about into this I think what it helps us do is not skip out on the Thanksgiving. It helps us not skip down out on the worship of the Lord Mm -hmm. because it starts with worship before it ever moves into our needs. Mm -hmm. And then to remember that we are held accountable for forgiving other people. And I think just, just that pattern helps teach us to go, okay, my needs are absolutely addressed in here. And my forgiveness is absolutely addressed in here, but it's sandwiched between me caring about God and me caring about others. And I think it's just such a beautiful layout and you're able to see the things that you would not necessarily point out and say, you know what, God answered that prayer mm-hmm. because you're you're so much more specific in the prayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's good. So sitting and praying, um, <laughs> I, I don't think that we couldn't that we can go through and not address the silence in prayer. Sure. And um, because one, we don't do well with sitting in silence, mm-hmm. but also I, we have sat and there and it been silent between yeah. me and the Lord. And um, and silence could feel like it's a rejection, mm-hmm. but genuinely it's this invitation to come. And when I think about just our friendship or anybody that I'm really comfortable with, yeah. it doesn't mind. You don't mind sitting in the silence yeah. with that person because yeah. you know that that person is there. And, um, it is a simple, like, Oh, I'll, if I want to be real honest, the less I have to say in a friendship, the more com- like the more comfortable I am in that. Yeah. And um, I, I, I'm not God, but if, if silence is a language that God speaks and sometimes it is going to be a silent mm-hmm. or it's a still and small and we haven't tuned in how to hear, mm-hmm. then we have to get comfortable with the silent as well. Well, there's so much weight that can be held and so much that can be said in silence. You know, you think about sitting with a friend in those those hardest of hard times and you know good and well there's nothing you can say Mm -hmm. to help it's the sitting with Mm -hmm. that is all you need like it speaks volumes and so when you're when you're sitting with somebody who knows your absolute most insides in the most intimate way the lord knows all of our thoughts the way our heart ticks 
what we want to say but can't vocalize? Mm -hmm. What if in those moments we thought of the words as just an accessory Mm. to the moment and allowed ourselves to sit in silence? Because what so much of us can get bogged down with or confused by or um, can have hold us up or whatever in in the prayer moment is not knowing how to start or not having the words to say or being afraid you're going to say something wrong or whatever. But when you realize that, you know, in your pain, you don't have to have the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about pain, but sometimes you, you could be on just the highest high and you're like, God, help me to know how to process this right. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not skipping over well, it's thinking back to the scripture you talked about when the Pharisees pray and they just fill it with words. Mm-hmm. Filling with words allows no mm-hmm. room for the Lord to speak back. Mm-hmm. And so welcoming silence. And I know that as a culture in general, like I was trying to think of all these, oh, some worship leaders have to fill up all the space with this or the pastors have to do this or a friend um, gets nervous and just talks, talks, talks. But it's anybody yeah. on the planet ever yeah. gets uncomfortable when there's silence. Sure. And, but there's no room for listening. There's no room for just feeling. Mm-hmm. You feel compelled to just fill it with stuff mm-hmm. that might not be your honest thoughts or feel like mm-hmm. even when you, but knowing that God does just rest in those, in those moments, sometimes that's more communication than words could ever, ever offer. Well, and I think it's important to, to, because of the world that we live in and such a fast pace and, and let's be honest, it's really easy to become um, busy, overproductive, or mm-hmm. maybe we are in a so distracted because, hey, I can go ahead and knock this out. Let's say, you know, you're blow drying your hair. The most basic. You can't do a whole lot whenever you're blow drying your hair. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, you can't listen. You can't yeah. talk. It's, it's loud right there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can sit and you can be in that moment of, hey, Lord, I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I'm listening and I'm going to be present here. Lord, this is, I am showing up here and being able to be so present to where you can hear mm-hmm. because it's not going to necessarily be, if you're just distracted, then you're missing out on what he could be saying. Yeah. 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 So don't fill it with, oh, I'll, I'll just listen to the podcast and, and then I'll get my answer. No, allow for yeah. him to speak. Yeah. Oh gosh. That's always, always forever. I love podcasts and books and mm-hmm. all the things as a resource, but there is nothing like hearing straight from the word of God or from the voice of God. And um, just so you know, were you about to say the same thing? We are going to dig back into this teaser for next week. I think we're going to do this for next week. I'm so excited about next week. Next week, we are going to dig into how to hear Mm -hmm. from God. Mm -hmm. And so I know we just said a bunch of things that are like, yeah, but, but we are going to address that also and um, help you keep digging, digging, digging. Cause obviously what do you do on this podcast? We grow. Yeah. And so we're going to yeah. keep growing on yeah. all these different topics. And so that's going to be what we're going to dig into next week. But um, whether you're talking, whether you're listening, all these moments, um, a lot of the time when we approach prayer and you're really trying to actually grow in this and grow closer to the Lord, there's some questions that could help us when you um, really kind of discover what your thoughts are about that. Cause I think about some people get bored in prayer, but it's because they view it as a to-do list. And so they've asked their genie for their list. And now what do I pray about? Mm. Like it's over. Mm. Um, it's sometimes people, if you, if you're worried about what to say, or you've got to be, you have just the right thing or something, you're not viewing him necessarily as a gracious and loving father. You're viewing mm-hmm. him as God of the universe. That's so far away. And, and so it's kind of adjusting to me to, 
to let some of these wrong notions fall off. Yeah. You've really got to get to the bottom of what it is you think. And I think that that happens in silence. It really does happen in silence. Yeah. Um, and, and this is one moment I'm going to give you a little bit of a to-do list right now of, of some questions you could ask yourself that I, I think will require an atmosphere. Okay. I'm not one to say things need to happen in a certain type of way, a certain type of feel, but I would say get alone get a journal or the notes stuff on your phone, actually leave your phone alone because somebody's going to ding you yeah. and you're going to get out of, <laughs> yeah, out of your moment, but go be somewhere where you're legitimately alone, whether it's sitting in the bathtub or sitting in your prayer closet or sitting in any closet, whatever this looks like for you. And then ask yourself some questions because there's some questions that if you'll be honest with yourself, um, you may realize you've already gotten the answer to prayers that you just keep on praying and yeah. feel like I haven't been answered. Or you may realize how you framed God in a different way mm. than he truly is. Um, but ask yourself one, what are some areas in your life that you know aren't aligned with God's will in your life? And will you bring that to him in prayer? Mm. I know some for some of us, you can know that I've got to get out of addiction to be able to go to the next step, mm -hmm. but you're not actually bringing that to him in prayer and tackling it. You can know I've got to get out of this relationship to be able to be closer to God. I, can, I know I've got to get this out of my life or this distraction out of my life or this sin out of my life, but you're expecting him to answer mm -hmm. a prayer without actually dealing with things that he's already told you, whether yeah. it be in his word or through community or through whatever. Right. So what are those areas? Um, then ask God, will you open my eyes to what you're already doing around me? Mm. Are you already showing up for me in ways that I'm not acknowledging? Mm. This, I think, is a big one because sometimes you can get so caught up in a moment or a situation or a prayer that you're addressing the wrong feelings and not seeing where God's already showing up for you. Mm. Um, a story that I love is... When Elijah, there's this army coming from Syria to come get him because he was like thwarting all their plans because he was talking to God and he was talking to their the other the, the king of Israel, all these things. Anyways, his servant came in and was freaking out. He's like, there's a whole flipping army coming to get you. And, <laughs> and Elijah said, no, the ones that are with us are way more than who's with them. And he was like, are you kidding me? So Elijah prayed, God, open his eyes. Yeah to what you're doing around us. Yeah. And the serpent's eyes were opened and he saw a whole army of God surrounding the Ooh, whole mountain. So good. And it was like, whoa. Yeah. But he could go and never know. So it's like, mm -hmm. pray that prayer. God, open my eyes to what you're already doing. Because mm. we can feel so desperate desperate in our flesh and in our own mind and hustle and like we've got to make this thing happen. So I'm going to pray harder and go farther and da da but God, what are you already doing? Yeah. Where is this already in the works? Because if you're already shutting out God because you feel like, nah, he's rejecting me. He's not talking. He's not showing mm -hmm. me anything. I just get silence. Mm -hmm. But it's a simple prayer of show me what you're already doing. Yeah. Because he's not dead. Yeah. He's not right. silent. It is us not hearing. Yeah. Because we, oof. I should have pulled up the scripture, but the one about God wasn't in the earthquake and he wasn't mm -hmm. in the thunder and he mm -hmm. wasn't in all these things, mm -hmm. but he was in the whisper. That's right. And you think about somebody you whisper to, yeah. you've got to be close yeah. to that person to whisper. You have to have tuned out everything else mm -hmm. and be listening intently to hear what's coming mm -hmm. 
to hear a whisper. It's not that the room has to be quiet. It's you've got to be in close proximity to hear a whisper. And that's how the Lord speaks. And it's it's these intentional times. Um, So are you being honest with him? This is my next question. Am I being honest with God with my feelings, my emotions, my fears, hopes, dreams, questions, all the things? There's no one that knows us like the Lord. We've already said this so many times. So why not be honest? Yeah. Um, why would we hold back talking to him? Don't be scared of just expressing your heart. We see in the story of Hannah, I love this, um, as if like David is proof enough, little emo David. <laughs> <laughs> I picture him behind a rock with his journal in the middle of a battle, like, oh, heavenly father, why have you forsaken? Oh, wait, you're there. It's fine. Like He's so dramatic, but it's great because it just shows you can just yeah. be real. Like, yeah. I think the best advice my dad had ever given me um, in a moment where I was just so depressed, we had moved to Birmingham and I was not having it. It was yeah. everything was bad. And he was like, Jen, go up on the mountain and just mm. scream. You get your feelings out. Get angry with God. Tell him all the th- like there is nothing that says you cannot have feelings and talk to God about him. It says so don't good. sin in your anger. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not going to go up there and curse God or right. say I hate you. or so. But it says have your feelings. Talk to God about him. Yeah. And then the giver he can of answer. emotions. Yes. yes. That's how you walk through and work through these things. Mm-hmm. But I love this story of Hannah. It's uh, she's praying for a baby. And um, every year they go to the temple to offer their offerings and stuff. And she's just um, praying and praying. And her emotions are so raw. It says that she went, it's in first Samuel is where the story is. It says she was deeply distressed. She wept bitterly so much so that Eli, who was the priest in the temple thought she was drunk. She says, I'm not drunk. I've been pouring out my soul before the Lord. Um, I've been speaking with great anxiety and vexation and her prayer was answered. Mm. It doesn't say she came and had herself put together and mm-hmm. had the most perfect words formed. She was acting so, she was so upset. They thought she was in there drunk. Yeah. And God granted her a child. Wow. Like he answered her prayer. Mm-hmm. And um, so are you being honest? Mm. There are, I feel like I'm like distracting you from the questions with the stories, but I need you to know that there's proof all through his word. Right. That this that we can be human yeah. with the Lord. Yeah. You start by saying, God, you are holy, and then you continue and remember he is holy, mm-hmm. but that he's also made us human and he is the giver of all of our feelings, all That's of our emotions. So That's so good. Just say, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the Lord are working it out right now. Me and the Lord are working it out. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's so good. I hope that um, these conversations about prayer have just been an, a boost of, oh, it doesn't have to be yeah. just this. Okay, one more thing that's marked off of our to-do list for the day. Yeah, Don't let it be that. Let it be an honest conversation with you and God mm-hmm. and let him show you who he is to me. I, the thing that I can't get over is that he is the God of the universe. And all we have to do is say, here I am, Lord, mm-hmm. and He is present. Yeah, my gosh, what a gift that we're able to have this conversation. That's such a gift. 
God, when I think about the person who is my best, closest friend that I trust the very most. Me. I think just about kidding. the memes that I send you. Yes. About how when you think of something, you just got to tell your coworker, or your friend, and yeah. you're like, be bumping over to their office. <laughs> Have that notion with the Lord. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to yeah. talk to him about yeah. this because yeah. it's just, God, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, this is so upsetting. I need your input. I need mm-hmm. your comfort. And mm-hmm. just let him be the friend he sets out to be. Yeah. Thanks for listening today. We hope you feel encouraged and stronger in your faith because of these conversations. We love our community of women and would love to see it grow. Can you do us a favor and share the podcast with one friend today that you know would love it? And if you're feeling a little extra sparkle today, give us a quick rating and review. Have a great rest of your day. And until next time, keep keep growing. growing.